Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast, dedicated to teaching, sharing, and learning the game. I'm your host, Steve Kramer of coachesedge.coach and Kramer Basketball. Thanks for jumping in on this episode as we talk about individual player meetings before the season starts. The season is around the corner. We have some schools, especially uh, in the lower state uh, of the country, start in October. Other schools, more in the Midwest, might start uh, in November. But regardless, basketball season is going to be here before you know it. And so on this quick tip episode, I think we're getting away with two tip Tuesday. On this quick tip episode, I want to talk about what that conversation can look like with individual players and even some group or full team meetings before the season starts. This could be before the official practice. This could be in those first few weeks of practice. But my hope is that you get a chance to communicate deeply with each and every player on your roster. So I hope you have a pen and pencil ready. General questions for your players that could be extremely beneficial. One, how do you see yourself fitting in to this team? They can explain their position. They can explain some of their role. They can share how many minutes they may expect to play. That's always a good one when you ask everybody how many minutes they expect to play and you get like 500 minutes, right? When uh, we know there's not that many minutes in a game. Another one you can ask them is, what are some of your team-oriented goals for the season? How can we help you as a player in the team reach some of those goals that you have as a team? Another one, what are some of the individual goals that you would hope to accomplish this year? Maybe it's a player on your team and they're saying, hey, I'm playing because my friends are on the team. I just want to help the team. Great. It's important to have some of those players on the team. Maybe you also have some other players with some pretty high aspirations as far as being all conference, all district, all state, right? And for some of them, those individual goals come along with the team goals, right? And I think that's important for us to emphasize to some players that may be a little more individually motivated is there is no individual success without team success. That's something that we can continue to emphasize. Next question. What are your strengths? What are your strengths? One, two, or three of your biggest strengths. Is it shooting? Is it defense? Is it something that's a little more intangible, but have that conversation and then ask them, what are your weaknesses? One, two, or three things. Again, it could be a skill. It could be a physical characteristic. It could be more of an intangible thing. And then ask your players, what can we do to help you improve in those areas of strength and weakness? This is already a very sound preseason meeting. If you just took those things right there, where do you see yourself fitting on the team? This is vision related, right? You're asking the player to place themselves into, okay, it's the thick of the season. What do you see your role on the team being? What are some of the aspirations that you have individually and as a team? And what are some of your strengths and weaknesses? And then how do you think as a, a coach and as a program, we can help you in all of those areas? Here are a couple more that can be pretty beneficial. How do you describe yourself as a teammate? 
how do you describe yourself as a teammate? And it needs to go beyond good, okay, bad, average. I'd like some detail. I'd like some detail if they call themselves a great teammate. Well, what are the traits that they have that would make them a great teammate? Do they fist bump and greet every single player before every single practice, regardless of if they won or lost the last game? Uh, usually a lot a team has a specific player who's like the hype person, right? Get everybody hyped up, right? Are they going to be able to dependable to do that on their team? Are they average? Meaning, you know, on, on the good days, they're a great teammate. And on the bad days, they're a terrible teammate, right? And you just don't know what you're going to get. Are they a player? You know, have honest conversations with them where they worry more about themselves than the team. So if they score 20 and the team loses, oh, they're a pretty good teammate then, right? But if the team wins and they only scored two points, eh, they're not so good of a teammate then, are they? How would you describe yourself as a teammate? Have some of those conversations. Hey, coaches, let me take a quick break to thank you for listening to the Coaches Edge podcast. Our listenership continues to grow. And a big reason for that is the positive ratings and review. So if you haven't already, if you could take less than a minute of your time, leave a positive rating and review wherever you're listening to your podcast, whether that's Apple or Spotify, I would certainly greatly, hugely appreciate it. Again, the podcast is free to listen. So leaving a positive rating and review goes a really long way as far as your support. Thank you for being such a big part of the Coach's Edge, our growth. I can't thank you enough, and we couldn't do it without you. Let's get back to the show. Leadership skills. Ask your players, do they see themselves as more of a leader or a follower or a leader in certain areas and a follower in, in others? I think that may be the most beneficial for us to understand as coaches and as people. There's times where we take the lead in certain areas and there's times where we need to step aside and let someone else who has more experience, who has a better feel for the, the room, the team to take charge. And it's important for us to take more of that follower role and fill some of the pieces that, that are needed, fill in the gaps that are needed within that team. So as we get into asking your player, how would you describe your leadership skills? That's part of what I'm talking about. Not just, are you, you know, the leader slash captain of the team? I would also ask them, how do they feel motivated? What motivates you? And this is somewhat of a trick question because we're not always motivated. The hope is that we can be as disciplined as possible. There's going to be days where you feel like coming to practice. There's days where you may not. There's days where you're healthy and you're feeling good. And there's other days where you're banged up. You had a sprained ankle. You had the flu last week and you haven't really gotten your weight back, right? Maybe you stayed up late and you studied for a test. Your boyfriend or your girlfriend broke up with you, all these different things. So how do you feel most motivated when you're struggling? What are some of the things that you could do? to get yourself out of that mindset and say, hey, today is an opportunity for me to learn, grow, and it's not about me, it's about us. And so me being able to lock in, to be present, 
and to give my best because I'm also here for my teammates and to serve them, how can we get ourselves in that mindset? And as, as a coach, is there a way that I can help you get in that mindset? Last question, I could go on and on, but ask your players, what can they be counted on for? What can you count on them for? This does some great things because it allows them to have ownership. It also is putting them in a position where they're giving you the power to hold them accountable. Because they've just said, coach, you can count on me to be the first player at practice. Coach, you can count on me to send the text out for team dinners. Coach, you can count on me to make sure when somebody's feeling down that I'll rally the troops and get everybody back in and locked in, huddled up and focused. Coach, you can count on me when I'm on the bench to be the biggest cheerleader for my team. What can you count on? Or let me rephrase that. As a coach, talking to your player, what can we count on you for? One, two, maybe three things. But I'd say even one or two is, is, is really good. You got a handful of things and you're writing these down that you can count on individual players throughout the course of the season. And so now if you've taken some notes, you've had a solid conversation with your guys or girls on your team, it now allows us to come back to that at a later date. If things start to get out of hand, if we start to kind of go downhill more, but boy, we're really reeling. We can go back to this and talk about from the very beginning. How would you describe yourself as a teammate? What did we talk about with our roles? What motivates you? What can you be counted on for? Basically, how are you going to be dependable? All of these things are excellent to give the kids ownership of the team and to have a conversation early in the season that is going to allow us to come back later in the season, especially when the going may get tough. Now, as you know, roles change, timeframes change, players get sick, injured. There may even be eligibility issues, right? Which we didn't talk about in this episode, but it's a big one. And so roles and minutes and positions, all of those things can change. So if you have a player who maybe, maybe you have a seven player rotation and they're the eighth player and they're not getting many minutes. Well, one injury, one sickness, one player who who's ineligible, all of a sudden, boom, they have a very important role on that team. If they're the eighth player and, and, even the sixth player on the roster, the sixth man or whoever it is gets injured, they got a big role on the team now. And so it's important to always be ready. Even if you're the ninth or 10th player on the bench, it doesn't have to be one of the starters gets injured or sick. They better be ready because if you go eight deep, if six, seven or eight gets in, gets injured, you'd be counting on nine or 10 to come in and, and fill some of that role in those minutes. So everybody always needs to be ready. And having some of these conversations give ownership one all the way down to 12 or 15, however many players you have, right? And you've put a little bit of a foundation down as far as creating trust, ownership, and being able to look back and say, hey, remember we talked about this. Remember we talked about this when it comes to being a leader, to being a teammate, to uh, you know 
you said this was one of your strengths, right? Remember, you said this was one of your weaknesses. This is something that you wanted the coaches to help you with and focus on. Okay, so that's why we're doing this. That's why we're being a little more picky with you on this ball screen defense drill or rebounding drill, whatever that might be, right? So I hope that that helps you with some of those preseason and early season conversations with your players. I can't emphasize enough the importance of building relationships with your players early in the season uh, for, for so many reasons that we've already mentioned. With that said, if you like this podcast episode, if you found it beneficial, I can't emphasize how much I think the Coach's Edge could be a good fit for you. So if you're curious about coachesedge.coach, please reach out to me. It's contact at kramerbasketball.com. We have had a handful of people email the site coachesedge.coach, and I've gotten back to you. However, I don't know if some of them are getting lost in spam or what, because I haven't heard back from some of our coaches that have reached out on our site, coachesedge.coach. So if you're a listener and you've reached out and asked questions about coachesedge.coach, I've received those emails. I've sent them back to you, and I would love to hear back from you. Look for my email address, contact at kramerbasketball.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If there's anything that I can do for you, please let me know. Positive rating and review goes a really long way. As always, get after it.